0: we all got that voice in our head that tells us we can't do stuff, but I think that some people are just better at maybe not listening to it, and by sitting down with those people, asking them questions, and then you know, recording it and blasting it out on the internet, perhaps, maybe, I can help other people like get out of our own way. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever Closure Optional Podcast. Being my first podcast, I of course did fuck up the sound, so about 30 minutes in, uh, you might notice the sound changes a little bit. Hopefully it's not too distracting, and I'm really sorry about that. My guest today is Justin Chatfield. He's a good friend of mine and probably one of the hardest working people I know. Justin played in a punk band with his brother, Kurt, for about 10 years, called Not Okay, and after that decided to put himself through school and learn how to be a graphic designer. He's done that now, and he's trying to figure out how to live any kind of life the way that he wants to live it. In his own words, he doesn't want to be told what to do by some asshole he doesn't like. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Thanks, Heats, for listening. And here it is, Justin, chat. I want
1: to get to that point it's like, uh, who's been, am I being a fucking dick or have you been a dick? Dude, don't get sensitive about it. I was just like saying your dog's an asshole. Let's get to the bottom of this. I was like looking at it more like, am I insane? Because <laughs> I get into these weird combos with people. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. have to do everything to survive. And that, to me, will be the way that I get out of my job. So we're thinking about like, motivation. Is that what you're thinking about? like Moving forward on things that you do in life.
0: Yeah, well, anybody... Like, I want to collect stories. The point of this podcast is for me to try and figure out how to collect stories and glean uh, motivational tactics and ideas from people that try to do things in their life. You know, people that, like, push through shit and sometimes... And for some reason, there's something about some people that don't... that stops them from giving up when most normal people would stop. And I've been finding it because I've come face to face with this every single time I've got to do a fight or every single time I've got to get up and get to training or whatever, there's always that voice of doubt that says, like, fuck, you just, what are you doing this for? What are you doing? And then you go and do it and you achieve something, you do something, and then it's like, oh, yeah, there's a reason why I do things. And I'm curious to know, like, what is that inside people that makes them want to do things and other people just don't need that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I always think about, like, how... When you're doing heaps of shit, you always look at the people that are not doing shit because you're like, you know, that's just a natural thing. You're like, I'm doing all this stuff and no one's doing anything. Mm. Or most people around you. But then you look at them and what I always think about is like, what is that? Like, how can they enjoy that? And then, and I'm like, I can't sit still. Right. <laughs> yeah. And like, I have to keep moving. Otherwise, I'm, sh- I'm shit at life. Right. Yeah, so... There's no choice in it. It's not like I'm going to do this because that's the way to success. It's like I just don't have a choice. Right. It's either either I swim or I sink. Yeah. You know? So um when you think about shit like that, it's like this yeah, it's not like you meet heaps of people that are doing shit all the time, but I don't know if everyone's talking about it because mm-hmm. sometimes you you talk to people and then you're surprised when they're like, "Yeah, I'm doing a blah 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 blah." And you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. They just don't talk about it. Yeah. And some of us are like out there, kind of telling people, "I'm doing this and doing that." Like I told you when it came in, "I'm doing after effects now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I like to tell people, "I'm doing this thing now." What you do
0: know? you think that is? Like, why do you, ah, think it's you just feel like? like
1: you... I want someone to care, you know, because that's the needy <laughs> side. Like that yeah. to me is like just my needy side that I've always I've always had, which is like, um, you know, uh, do you think I'm doing well? You know, mm. and I think I, I think. When I'm in jobs, when, you know, I have a a boss and they pat me on the head, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I can do this, you know. Mm. I'm a real easy person to manage if they understand that. They're like, he's kind of needy, you know, and then just pat him on the head and I'm like, thanks, boss, and then carry on.
0: Yeah, and you'll keep working.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: but this is an interesting thing because it is – because really, me externally knowing you and seeing you, it's not you don't do anything for validation, but it does spur you forward a
1: little mm. bit.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know that that because the validation itself isn't actually what satisfies you. Because you know you're talking about that thing like you, it's sink or swim. Yeah, it's, you're gonna drown if you don't stop moving. Yeah, yeah. If nobody ever told you you did good, you'd still be doing. Yeah,
1: something. yeah, I, yeah. That goes back to that for sure. Like I can't, like I can't really relax. Like I feel guilty if I'm watching too much TV. Yeah. You know, yeah. like sure. I'm trying, you know, to say to myself, um, you know, when you have a chance to relax, you've got to relax. You know, otherwise you're not really enjoying anything, you know, like um, Tamara's always pointing out, like, you're, you seem to not have fun in moments where you're supposed to have fun, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, fuck, when someone says that to you, you kind of like, all of a sudden flashback, fucking all the, all the tours we went on with the band and I'm just sitting there going fuck this shit <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got yeah, a cold or I'm hung over and it's like you know you haven't slept properly I don't know it's like I remember seeing this like um, doco and it was like I forget what it was called but it was like these guys on motorbikes they went from like part of America down to Mexico they all the way down to some place in Mexico and um, there was they, had, they were all different characters on this trip they were cool dudes I think skaters or something like that Ferret sent it sent it to us years ago but um, he was like one of the guys was like, Yeah, I'm just one of those people that like doesn't enjoy themselves in the moment but later on thinks about it and thinks, Fuck, that was rad. It's yeah. like, Holy shit, that's what I do. That's yeah. uh, when he said that I was like, Gross, that's what I do. Like I I go, Fuck this is dumb. I'm not into it, I don't wanna do so I wanna do something else. And then time goes by and you go, that was so cool. Oh, I know. You
0: oh, know man. I know. And what is that? See, I wonder about that too. I wonder if that's a core defining feature of people that seek to do things because we have this kind of like dissatisfaction of some kind that like that you don't feel satisfied with whatever you're doing. So you're always looking for the next thing. You're always working to get hard, do harder things or, or push yourself a little bit more. And I, I think, um, yeah, I don't know if... I, I think that's a, the, always that dumb conversation that I have with people. They're like, just be in the moment. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, get what you're saying kind of, I guess. And in theory, I should be. But I, if I'm in the moment, then I'm not thinking about what I need to be working on. Yeah. And if I do that, then... But it is a really, it's well, a really yeah. uncomfortable sensation, the idea that you're not experiencing your own life.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yes, that, that to me is like, that's a bit worrying because it's like, you know, you don't, there's no manual to life. But you, you listen to people. That's why we you see, you know, people going to gurus and shit like that or following religions because you, we're naturally looking for someone to tell us what, you know, how to live or, you know, what's a good way to live. And, um, you know, just think about, like, that feeling you're talking about, like, will you look back and go, damn it, like, fuck, I was really, you know, are you missing out on something, you know, like, mm. by... Constantly seeking and trying to like, for me, I just I broke it all down like simply like through experiences because I fucked up so many times and some things worked and over I'd say more things didn't work and some things did work and then you know I've narrowed it down to stuff that works for me and I just hang on to that now like there's no there's no like oh this is the fucking way I just hang on to that now because it's like as you get older you're starting to go. Like all you you know that when you're younger, you're kind of like, "Yeah, this is going to be like this and be like that, and then you get to that point, and you go, "No, it's not <laughs> and and now I'm at that age where you go, it's not going to be anything, it's not going to be what I think it's going to be. I just hang on to the what am I trying to do right now, so then I stop myself from thinking negatively and sliding into that like unproductive phase, which is like you know everyone knows it you just you start fucking off more like you' you you're gonna drink. You know, you watch more shit on your phone. You just do all that stuff. You just go into a, a shitty state and then mentally you're bad. You don't feel very good and mm. you're clunky in conversations at work and everything just goes out the window. Yeah. And um, when you do the opposite to that and you keep yourself productive and you just keep doing shit, you you feel yourself like a little bit lighter on your feet and you can amb- you know, have a conversation. You don't feel so anxious around people. I mean... That's the way I feel. Like, yeah, I know other yeah, people yeah. really... They're nice. like, I don't get that, man. I don't feel that. You know, <laughs> like, some people smoke massive joint and hang out with people and just shoot the shit. Like, fuck, man. I'll be losing myself, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I can't think. I can't... You know, I'll just start laughing and it's like, fuck. at nothing, you know, because I'm just fucking...
0: Well, I think a lot of that is this idea that you... um That is the central idea to being in the moment. Like, what you've just described is that... The non-pseudo-spiritual way of describing what it is to be in the moment, like that you're not, you're not fucking worried about what's going to happen in 10 minutes or five hours or whatever. It's like you are dedicated to trying to accomplish whatever that thing is that you've got right in front of you with no expectation on either side of it. And that is the pure, I think that is the purest form of experience or so they say, is that you're just completely invested in what you're working on right at that minute. Yeah. But the odd thing about this that I've been finding is the more connected I am to my immediate moment, the less present I am in it. So then it's like I I can't understand how you're supposed to experience your life. It's like, um, say, we record an entire podcast and we have this experience, but then it's not recorded afterward. Yeah. And it's like, did I live then? Yeah. It feels a little bit like that to me. So it's like um, every... Like in the fight, when I have a fight, you have to be in the moment 100% completely present. Because if you're thinking about anything else, you're too slow. Yeah, and right. You're going to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So um, the opposite is to be completely in the moment. But in the being completely in the moment is a sort of an absence of you. Yeah. You're not there.
1: Yeah. And I guess like.
0: So then the whole narrative goes out the window. Yeah. Like, what I am I doing this for? That's gone. Yeah
1: do you find peace in that though like you know is there a peace in not feeling that you know like uh, in that moment of like focusing on the thing to be present Yeah. Is kind of like is there a a peacefulness about like that kind of moment you know like I don't don't know like you know it's an intense thing like it's hard for me because I haven't apart from getting my ass kicked and fucking normal fights drunk on a Friday (laughs) night you know like that kind of intensity and competition fighting would be something like totally different like you yeah you would definitely tell yourself to stay in the moment yeah you know you couldn't just start thinking about fucking scratching your asshole when (laughs) there's a person about to smash in the fucking face you know so
0: hopefully um, well, I think, like, the only parallel I can draw to it because it's an experience that both of us, both you and I have both had is when you're creating something and you're really connected to what you're working on. Like, I know when I draw, I get a similar fit sensation. Yeah. And it is really peaceful. Yeah. It is fucking amazing. You know that film. Yeah, yeah, just it's, just, it. yeah it's just... Whatever you just done, you're just gone. It's
1: not for anything. Like, I think that's the shit thing about when you're doing stuff is, like, when you're trying for something like Mm -hmm. i want something out of this that's when it just it doesn't work you'll actually you might turn up a few nights to do the thing that you think you're going to do and then you just lose interest yes you know so yeah like that feeling like is a precious feeling it's like i'll get it just playing on my guitar kind of thing and so you're not wanting anything from it but it's a nice moment like half hour that you're just doing something and You know, maybe, like, I know that when people talk about that moment of being present and stuff like that, maybe not everyone's the same. You can be present. You know, there's no, like, there's definitely no, like, true way of being present. Like, I think everyone's different. So when I'm playing guitar or you're drawing or something like that, that's being present. Yes. You're just there. I don't really think much. I don't know about you, but I don't really...
0: Me neither. And if I do think, like, exactly as you said, as soon as I start thinking, it gets it gets wonky and even like the production of the thing that i'm making as soon as i've brought my brain into it like and i'm trying to control it yeah it starts looking contrived it feels controlled it feels and even like you can hear it in my writing you can hear it in people's language you know as soon as somebody tries to be a little bit more important than they are or you know just a little bit off they're not completely connected to their genuine self yeah it's the same thing i can see it visually happening in my drawing i've watched my drawing become a Fucking cartoon of itself or yeah. whatever, because it's like all oh, suddenly now I'm trying now. Oh, am I right, good? Yeah. You know, it's like oh, I got something to prove. Uh, fuck, me.
1: Yeah, it's so gross. Right. Yeah. And it
0: always feels like you just <laughs> get off track. You know? Yeah,
1: I think that's, you can have yeah, yeah. a
0: conversation yeah. with someone. Yeah. Too. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah!
1: Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I reckon that's what um, those fucking you know people who are really good at what they do. Like they don't they don't have that. Like that's why they're good at what they do. Does it make sense? So like. Um, the reason why you become excellent in whatever you do is because you, right, you don't fall into that pattern of like trying hard. You know, like you kind of just are, and that's just it's just nat- it comes naturally. You know, it's like
0: well, this man is something that I am starting to discover, and I don't know if I'm naive in this, but I think that that is actually a practice technique. It's a muscle that you flex, just the same as any other muscle that you have to go through the phases of gross trying to know what trying isn't. Right. And you have to flex the muscle to be able to do something effortlessly. Like, when you first started walking, it took you a lot of time and effort and energy to figure out how to walk. And then you started walking. And then now, 30, 40 years later.
1: 40. <laughs> yeah. I guess
0: 39 years when you started walking, you don't think about it when you walk. Yeah. This is the only, this is what happens to people who are really good at stuff. I think we, you and I are really similar in the way that we imagine that there are like groups of people that exist that are good at stuff. And then there are us. Yeah, are yeah, that try. yeah, that's it. But that's not the truth. Like,
1: nah, nah. Because anyone else <clears throat> looking at
0: you, a 20 year old kid looking at you right now would be like, fuck, that guy's a legend. yeah. And I look at you all the time. I all the time look up to you because I, and and this is the main reason why I wanted you to do this podcast because I don't know anybody else that works as hard as you do to do, learn stuff and develop yourself and and try and invent new ways of thinking about stuff. It's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, it's funny because I don't think of myself, I actually think of myself as just a battler, you know? (laughs) Like, I I look out there, you know, at at the world, like you say, like, you know, it's a gross trait to have, you know, It's, it's low self esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's, you know, I accept that, like, I don't fight it anymore, it's just, you know, my family's a, a different type of family, yeah. and when you have parents like, you know, our parents, it's kind of like, you can see why you'd adopt that, you know, like, that kind of lower self-esteem, but other people don't understand, because they can't see that in you, they're just seeing you as they are, like, yeah. and how they are in their families, and it's like, you, you know, because you're not butt-ugly, and, you know, you've got great friends, and... You know everything that you could, you know, need to be confident or whatever. But um, I can't remember what I was talking about.
0: Well, you said that you're a battler, and you think. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: yeah. Back to that. But like, it's just like you think that way because you got lower self esteem, and you're like, oh, they're like that, and I'll never be the same as them. Yeah. And
0: but do you know what I'm? I'm discovering. I think that the battlers are the ones that are the good ones. Like that, that, so you're saying like you think it's a gross way to be that you have to battle. But no,
1: I'm... oh no, I was actually mean like a gross way to look at life like other people are better and you're not oh, as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. gross. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like the battling's gross. Like I, that's kind of one of my pride, like I'm a bit of a, like a military type guy. I always think of like, <laughs> yeah, I, always, I always tell people like, I can see myself being a grunt in the army. You know, like fucking running around in my boots and my fucking, probably the radio pack guy. <laughs> That's about it. You know, like I see myself as that dude, but it's like, I'm proud of that because it's like, I'll just keep turning up. And it's like, I think the only, like, I've, again, it's not being, you know, negative, it's just like, I, you look at all the things that you do in your life, and then it, one thing came through. That's what I was saying to you. I hang on to the things that I've realised, and the one thing that came through was that I just don't stop, and it can be my fault. Because a lot of people find me irritating because of that. But it was the one thing that the, the, the consistency to turn up and just do it against you know was the one thing that I realized that I was doing better than other people. And I was like, maybe that's my thing. Yes. So I focused on that. So it wasn't like um, when I'm doing graphic design or something like that. It's like I'm with people that are way better at what I do. But I'll start thinking, I'll look at their shit and you go, oh, my God. This shit's so fucking awesome. You can tell they just did it like half asleep and it's just so good. And then either I can think like, oh, I can't do this. Like this guy, this is natural for him. But then I think, oh, I fucking love doing this. I just want to do this. And then I go, I'll just turn up and it'll be as good as that can." And then that becomes your life. That's like what I'm finding out. It's like, I'll just do it. Who gives a fuck? Stop thinking about that shit. And that's about all you can really do.
0: Well, that's all you can ever bring. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And that's this is that that interesting thing is that a lot of times what tends to happen to people that have natural talents and abilities they get blasted off into other areas you know like that the 27 club that we always talk about the Jim Morrison's of the world and the people that have got this like insane ridiculous talent and there's no way of harnessing that energy and that and that really like the stayers the ones that fucking keep pushing and keep showing up every day are the ones that end up being the greatest
1: yeah it's it definitely like it seems like that for sure and I guess like um you know most of us like have it we all have it we all can do it but there is a lack of belief and then you'll just like do safe things like everything's safe you know like you don't know about that because no sorry I mean you understand because you're getting out of like that realm of 9 to 5 and you're trying really hard to make things happen so that's why when I always see I was like when you're doing videos and shit you're doing something to like other people like can sit there and, and look at it and go well, oh, you know, fuck, what she fucking up to, or fuck whatever, and and you've got to put yourself out there, you know. Yeah, but it's like,
0: terrifying. What
1: they don't understand if they are being like that is that they do fucking nothing. Like a hundred percent. Like if they're thinking like that, you're up to fuck all. Yeah. Always being a fuck all, Gary. It's simple. It's, it's so simple. <laughs> and it's like so when I see shit people doing what you do, it's sort of like you've understood. You understood. It's like you, you've gone one more f- like extra step. You got out of the nine to five. So that safety thing, like everyone's like. You know, you just get a good old job, and then fucking, you know, you do this, you do that, you get all your fucking shit sorted, and you tick 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 tick, and then you fucking old, you're sitting in a fucking rest home waiting. Yeah. And it's like that's okay, that's what you want to do, and it's like I just that safety thing doesn't work, you know? It's like I don't know, I don't know where we're going with that. Well, but it's I,
0: drowning, man. Like that's that suffocation feeling. Yeah. This is that thing, like exactly what you started this conversation with, is that you can either sink or swim, and to me, it's like. It literally is. I I've known since I was small that I can't accept not growing or not changing or not striving for something or not looking for something. That every time I've I've done that, I've gotten scared. Like if I started to try and make artwork and then I got scared and I pulled back, I just. Felt gray and empty. It was like I literally am just drowning yeah. in the monotony of existence because I'm not pushing <laughs> myself. And it's, yeah, I, yeah. and it's not for everybody. I'm not saying that people are wrong that want to live their life that way. Nah, like, nah, there's nah, nothing nah,
1: wrong with nah. that. Oh, see, that's the thing is like they find, you know, look, we're similar in, in the way we think, and people find us like a fucking drag. Yeah, like it's a yeah, straight it's up awesome. fucking drag, yeah. you know? And, and it's just, a little, and I can tell, like they just, you know, like, I always get told you talk too much. And it's like, fuck, I talk, like, yeah, I'm, right now, to you, I talk a lot. But, like, when I'm in a good mood, I talk a lot. But most times I'll be walking around, like, fucking not saying fuck all because I'm fucking off it. Yeah, You yeah. know, so it's like when I do get, it, like, that fucking good energy and I start yapping on, that's a positive thing for me, you know. It's like, fuck, I've got that. There yeah, I'm back, you know, I'm fucking rattling off. And
0: that's where your ideas come from. Like, what you were saying before is, like, when, you, when you're when you taking action, that's when these ideas start bubbling up. And that's yeah. when you start getting inspiration. And that's where that shit comes from. Like, ideas come from potentiality. Because it, it wouldn't be an idea if it had already been thought, right? Like, yeah. you, you don't create anything. You Anytime you are making something that already exists, it's a recreation. It's not a creation. So we live on the edge of of the known yeah. all the time as creators. That's our job. Our job is to live on the edge. And Jordan Peterson's got something great about this. He says that, that basically, like, the artist's duty is to stand on the cliff between order and chaos and pull chaos back in into order.
1: Oh, uh, fuck, I heard him say that. Yeah. Sick,
0: man. It's such an... Yeah. And that exactly is what it feels like because it's fucking scary. Yeah. Anytime you go out there, you're like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. But you were right when you said before, like, you can do kind of the safe thing. And this is what's handicapping both you and my creation, like, our creative abilities, I think. And I'm noticing that this is handicapping me in the ring. And I had a very, like, very real, tangible experience with this recently. Because I don't trust myself, and when push comes to shove, they do trust themselves, and they're going to kick me in the teeth, not the other way around. Yeah. And so that's got to go. It's not cute anymore. You know, it's not cute to be this insecure artist person. Yeah. Like, either I've got to fucking face this thing and... And it's not arrogant to have confidence in yourself to allow yourself to bring your potential forward. That's really important. And oh. the world needs it, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. world needs
0: people like your brain to be completely unlocked. Yeah. And, and if you handicap your brain by your own insecurity, you're basically doing everybody a disservice. It's not just you. Mm. It's all of us.
1: It's kind of weird to hear it, like you know, that's, that's what you just described. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I guess it's fucking true. But no, um, yeah, no, yeah, you yeah, don't it's, yeah there is, yeah, you fucking know me. Yeah, the insecurity thing, yeah, it's massive. Like, I don't really like, you don't think about it too much, like, as much as I used to. Mm. You know, like I'm just now like that, that army grunt now I'm just like Oh, there's nothing to really prove I'm just I'm going to do the things that I said I'm going to do and then uh, see them through yes because and, and, I have no answer and it's like that's that thing where it's like well that's how I'm built and I understand that's how I have to be and I'm a, I'm a happier person if I do that and that's the the zone that I'll stay in but like putting yourself out there it's like, yeah, I guess it's like, you know, I played in a band, so the band was being like that, like you really wanted to be out there doing your thing, but also being in the band for so many years and nothing really coming from it apart from really cool experiences and, you know, like everything about the band got me to this point. Like I wouldn't have known to I wouldn't have taught myself to to do Photoshop all that stuff before I did the course because that's where I learnt that ability was like it was through Pud, Pud was the guy that was like You know, he was telling us, encouraging us to listen to the, you know, podcast and and internet. And I was like, I never... I was kind of that age group that wouldn't have got it, you know? Like, you meet people, they just don't really get the internet. They just do it for tube, you know, get on the tube and shit. But Pud was the guy that got us onto that. And then I taught myself, you know, screen printing and sort of bumbling around on the internet. And then all those experiences, the band, enabled me to be this guy. So it's not like complete waste, but... um, it sort of amounted to nothing in a way. Like, and if if you're going to say like, if you're going to sort of measure it in success kind of thing, you'd be like, we didn't really get too much out of that, you know. So there wasn't like a a song that kind of gave you a bit of like, um, bit of an edge, so you would get the supporting slot in front of the other band, like something. There was nothing that you know sort of made the band a bit clearer than the other band. So uh, to me, that's how we were thinking. Like, I think me and Kurt were thinking, if we could just like be a little bit different a little bit better than the other bands and we could get those supporting slots and then we'd have a pretty cool life locally like we'd get to play with all the bands that we liked yeah yeah, and that was the um anyway that's the mentality behind you know so you you could say well based on that that whole experience there's no point in everything that you do and sometimes Mm -hmm. that comes up man like my brain thinks like that i'll be like i'll get that deep like big sigh and i'll be like I don't know if this is worth it, and as soon as I think like I'm like super aware of that voice because it's like, well, fuck, that's dangerous for me because it just means that I'll just do nothing, yes. and I'm just miserable when you know Tamara, you know, is with a miserable person, and yeah. it's like I feel bad for her because she has to put up with my ups and downs, and you know I don't need like any kind of medication or anything like that because I understand what I'm doing. A lot of people will just go take medication, so you're an up and down type type of person. It's almost I did that Jordan Peterson test. Oh, the yeah. The side test, you, yeah. Cool. And he said, you know, there was some, in that test, there were some good points, but it, what I got out of it was that I was neurotic and retarded. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? You know, and then I, I was like, fuck you. You know, I, I didn't, I read it and I was like, fuck you. And then 20 minutes later, I went back and reread it again. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I do feel like I am fucking neurotic and retarded. Yeah, you know, looking back at my life, I was like, I do really feel like well, that the that's...
0: best comedians in the world are are neurotic. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, so, Bill Burr. That's yeah. like the way he describes yeah, himself. Yeah. and he's a fucking legend. Yeah,
1: and it's yeah, that's 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 true. It's like it's not a bad thing. So that's what yeah, I've started thinking. It's not a bad thing to be that person that's neurotic and retarded. It's like you're just doing what you've got. Like I think I'm only at this point where I'm doing better is because I'm learning from all those retarded things and the things that worked and, and piecing them together so that yes. it's, it's, re- it's fucked that we're gonna be like 70 or 80 and just figuring it out I know it's that thing like
0: there's so many times when people are like why do you do that that's so aggressive and I was yeah. like I don't fucking know why I do anything but why do you not do anything
1: yeah cause you're fucking lazy <laughs> See, that's the real life. That's what I thinking You're fucking lazy. Look at me doing all these things. Look at you doing nothing.
0: Meanwhile, just spinning your wheels, just burning rubber.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking
0: I'm achieving so much.
1: Burning through gas, like <laughs> just pumping all this money into your tank and just going, going nowhere, doing laps. <laughs> But being cool, is exactly the same thing, like cruising around in your cool car, just doing laps for nothing. For, yeah. I want some pussy, look at my nice car.
0: <laughs> I know, but really, at the end of the day, Justin, what are we doing anything for?
1: I don't know. See, that's the danger, I don't want to find out. That's why I'm so afraid when if I can take anything, like, stronger.
0: Same. Yeah, because I go
1: into that place and I'll be like and I can't control the thoughts and that's I guess like that's the ego you know like you're fighting your thoughts I I mean I've taken like shit where you know I actually really enjoy it like you know I'll be like oh this is really fucking cool being really out of it and then all of a sudden that little monster just takes over and it's hard to like you know you you know battle that like Mm -hmm. feeling like you can say it's a psychedelic or the brownie they ate or whatever, you can blame it on that, but I think there's an element of you that's causing that, you know, so it's yeah, it is the shit that you're taking and that's why you need to be careful and listen to authorities and whatever, but in the end what people are scared of is what you are.
0: Yeah, and I one way that I've had people I've heard people describe it and I think the book that I read, it's either Acid Test or Breaking Open the Head. They're two really good books that I've read on this and this study behind kind of like how psychedelics can be useful to you and how they can also be really destructive. Yeah. And one of uh like imagine this, just think about it this this way. Like if you've never driven a car before, no one's taught you how to drive a car, and then they put you on a fucking rocky, rutted as fucked up <laughs> beach and just go get to the other side.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you start
0: going, and you're just going, "What the fuck is this?" Like that's pretty much what happens when we just take a psychedelic without yeah. having any idea of what's well,
1: happening. How to? Yeah, like. Um, I heard Trussell talking to Rogan the other day on that podcast and um, oh, yeah, I have seen and he yeah, like and that. he he Oh fuck I forget what he Oh, he talks about how like meditation is like it helps you when you get into that state like that mm. state, sorry, like where you're you know, you're not doing well and you're going through those bad thoughts, then the meditation is kinda of like training for that moment. And oh, like, oh cool. that's a cool way to put it. So like wow, yeah. you're just training yourself to it's not control, but like, you know, play with your thoughts, you know, allow yourself to not go down this path or, or just be, let go and, and you know, like, um, which I could imagine if you're tripping your balls off and um, if you just let go, then you won't have a hard time. You just surrender to the feeling and be, ah. I think we've all had that. Like, I remember having a, it's funny because um, with those acid trips, I had some pretty gnarly nights. But then I think about the pop brownie that I had like a couple of years ago. I still think about it because it's <laughs> like I did not know that that was going to happen. Like yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. I ate three of them because I was testing each week. I would be like one, two, you know, and, yeah. and I go, "Oh, that was fun," you know. And then one weekend I ate yeah. three, and there may have been slightly bigger ones each. You know, I, I remember purposely going, "Oh, I see how this goes," yeah. and fucking hell it was just like. I remember just going through the ups and downs, like, I'm alright, I'm all good. And then just being like, I need to get out of here and go for a walk. Because I've lost my mind. You know, and then you think like, jeez, what the fuck? And you can't, you always come back you know you get to work excited and you're all good but
0: you really feel at the time like you are not coming yeah, back yeah, it's, it's so true. crazy and it happens every time it's the same that I used to get with panic attacks too like when I was a kid yeah, I had a panic yeah. attack and I was like oh I know this feeling I know this thing does eventually go away but every time it comes I think it's never going to go away I think I'm stuck here I think I'm going to be stuck in that place forever and then, and that was what happened with that ayahuasca it was totally that That, um, and that's funny that you said that thing that Duncan said about the meditation because I have a mantra that, oh, it's from Aubrey Marcus actually. He, he, I read this real dorky book once um, where he got this mantra from. It's called um, Ho'oponopono. And it's just this extra dorky book about a real self help. <laughs> I was real embarrassed that I read it after it was over. I
1: but. read down um, a little bit of Dr. Phil's book. <laughs> I didn't do it because he was bald as well. <laughs> it's <laughs> like,
0: this guy's bald. At least he's on. Yeah, he's all,
1: he, he knows what I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bull people unite
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i read this read this book anyway so one of the mantras that they say is ah, i love you i'm sorry please forgive me and thank you and you just say it on repeat over and over and over again and anytime i'm having trouble sleeping or having anxiety or whatever because i couldn't remember some like weird other language that i don't understand and i felt like a fraud, you know, yeah. trying to say yeah. <laughs> I just it's like a dork. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the chants that I used to try to say to myself all the time I was trying to bring me back, but then I just I felt like I was kind of buying into some bullshit there so I didn't do it. But this other one has just stuck with me. So anyways, when I had that ayahuasca trip and I was fucking losing my shit we ate way too much. We didn't know what we were doing. I was just laying on my balcony just convinced I was dead. Yeah. And then I was sitting there and um, I just kept saying, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And just hearing the words roll through, they weren't didn't even make sense as words anymore. Yeah. They were just noises. But just hearing the noises in a rhythmic way over and over would bring me out of feeling fucked. And then I was like, oh, I'm just in noises. I'm okay. I'm safe. And then... I remember distinctly at one point the ayahuasca whatever that fucking ayahuasca thing is that other world going to me you can't control this don't try and tell us words to control this
1: <laughs> you're Jeez, fucked this sounds horrific <laughs> this sounds it horrific it. it was like
0: you're just saying that to try and make this easier and you can't control this it was fucked uh,
1: see, yeah, well, it gives it, me anxiety a, to even
0: think about it I can't yeah, even just, drink coffee oh, nowadays me. oh really after I had that. Christ keeps giving me anxiety
1: yeah like yeah that anxious thing um yeah I don't know what that is I like um I think that when you have that anxious feeling and then you take shit like that that oh. kind of like amplifies it sure, yeah. and right. so you know just thinking about sitting there you know you're on the balcony and you're fucking dying you think you're dying and shit it's like why the fuck do we Joe, why are we drawn to doing things like that? Like it's almost like you know, because a lot of people would be like, "You're a fucking idiot for even. Why would you even do that?" Yeah, you know. But like, some of us, even then know that even though we know we're going to be terrified, have to go there.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you just
1: it's like because you're like you're trying to seek something within your 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 head. Mm-hmm. You're trying to like get something out so that you can use it you know and sort of go like it's really you know like you're looking in and you can't escape from it it's like you you have to confront whatever it is that might be it's not like there's a, a thing that you oh that's the thing that's confronting me it's like you just start to see yourself a little bit differently because it's another perspective all of a sudden. That's what that's what weed does as well. Like
0: fuck yeah, yeah. I think weed's one of the best ones yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It helps. It, I do it a lot with my writing. Like I will write something sober and then later get high and then try and read it back, and I can just see all the nonsense, like all the pretentious bullshit that I've been trying to weave into my story. I'm trying to sound cool or interesting yeah. or whatever. And <laughs> I'm just a fucking idiot. You know, it's so good. Weed's really good for that. It just keeps me honest. Oh
1: it's man. Like, was, yeah, I, it's like, like, I can't really, like, I don't really have it that much anymore, because I always just feel really gross, like, you yeah. know, like, munged out, like, it, I've noticed that some people work really well with it, and others don't, and, mm. like, I'm one of those people, like, I will every now and then have a biscuit, but I have to have, like, make sure that there's two or three days, you know, that I don't have to go anywhere, because yeah. I had one, like, I ate a brownie, like, a piece, no, it was a date slice, about a couple of months ago and I ate it on a Friday and it was a good time, I had a couple of wines and it was like, I fucking love it. Like, there's, there's I don't have a problem with it. It was just, a, it was a perfect, like, you know, my baby dose, you know, yeah, like yeah. I found my sweet spot and so you have one of those and then a couple of wines and it's like party time, you know, it's just yeah, fucking, yeah. I found, you know, I was, I've got it dialed. Anyway, on the Monday, I had to meet up with my general manager and, discuss um this um book that she was going to create and i was going to put it together and i was sitting in my office and i just started fruiting out i was oh, having one of those like know. weird panic attacks and yeah. i was like that's why i don't fucking because the weed brings on like like my anxiousness like because i'm talking to the general manager and i'm in her sterile environment which is just weirding me out because it's not my that's not my place like when i'm yeah, looking yeah. it's very clean and tidy and all the everything's perfect and there's a little air mister thing and my senses are just ripping they're just going like my <laughs> yeah. visual sense my you know hearing my smell everything's just going over the top and then boom i get a fucking anxiety attack
0: well do you hear i can't remember which podcast it was it was duncan and somebody they were talking about what actually biologically is happening to you when you have oh, a i've heard about yeah, it's
1: like a um Flight or fight kind of response, or something. Is yeah, that... the
0: dopamine actually can trigger. Well, the dopamine makes your senses and heightened. Yeah. So a lot of times we think that dopamine just makes you happy or whatever, and a lot of people like recommend taking dopamine supplements or nootropics that'll help you build up dopamine or whatever. Mm. But they don't realize that if you already have a, any kind of like heightened. A flight or fight response because of an anxiety about anything or whatever's yeah. going on to surge your dopamine at that time will actually make you fucking shit scared because it just makes you heighten uh, like heightens your awareness yeah, of whatever's yeah, going on yeah. around you
1: the thing is I've had so many of those that and they're always related to weed as well because I remember like my early days that's where they I never really I can't remember them prior to that mm. so it just started happening you know sort of in my early 20s my first major one was like, I was working at Sea Lords in, back in New Zealand, and it was like bright white lights, and I was wearing you know, you've got to wear overalls, white overalls, you know, that gross factory shit, okay. and the lights were, you know, there's a bit of water on top of the, the cutting boards, and I remember like, it was, everything was just really full-on white, and all of a sudden the feeling came on, like the panic attack or whatever it is, and I was like, that was terrifying, it was the first time I really remember it happening. I was like, what the fuck? And then a mate saw me, he actually saw me going through it. Wow. And he goes, he started cracking up at me and was like, you're Joey from um, Home and Away. And there was a, at the time there's a character that was like going through schizophrenia and shit. And, um, and yeah, so... I remember that moment clearly and I was like fuck what the fuck I didn't think it was funny but it must have looked funny <laughs> yeah. and, and then
0: well at any point someone telling you like that you've got a mental disorder when you've got anxiety yeah, yeah like but the that's the thing funny like, thing about it is that
1: you're getting wrung out for being a mental <laughs> but it's like yeah, I've had so many of them over the years that when I get one like she was looking at like the general manager was looking at me and telling me stuff, and you can't hear anything because yeah. you're having one of those attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going, whatever's happening, and then she looked away, and I was like, and I put, put my, you know, put my head away, and was like, you know, like to like I have this thing, and so like I was looking at her directly in the fucking eye, having a panic attack. Yeah, so I was fuck. having a full blown panic attack. So if she had any kind of like. um Perception, you know, that like she doesn't. She's just a business person that plows through. Yeah. Like she doesn't have that ability, but she would have seen my pupils dilate, like, like they would have like just blown out yeah, because yeah. I know that that was happening. Like I was just having this major thing just happen out of nowhere. She was looking at me directly in the eye, as close as we are talking. Yeah. So I don't know how. If it was me, I'd be like, "You're right, man." Yeah. But yeah. she just plowed straight through, <laughs> and I was having a full blind panic attack. <laughs> and then when she we lost like eye contact, I just. Looked around the room and just you know, to, 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 and told myself it's going to be right. And then, within like a couple of seconds, I'm just coming back down. Wow, you know, and that's
0: an amazing thing. Like um, that, a lot of times, sometimes. We work this shit up so much inside our heads that if somebody was like, "Oh, are you alright? Are you okay?" it would make it worse, yeah, and then you yeah, get stressy and, yeah. and you get nervous. I mean, you hide it. Yeah, doing. that's what I mean.
1: You get really good at hiding it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like having a full blown fucking you just power. Yeah, up. And I'm just like, "Hey, man, this is what I do. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm a fucking anxiety riddle fucking <laughs> <laughs> grunt." <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like um,
0: well, certain that-
1: things triggers, and I think going back to weed is like, I think weed's fucking amazing, but i realise it doesn't actually help me you know it's not like it helps me like relax differently. but like if I have to do stuff like that kind of shit I just I look at my my job at the moment as like there's just too many meetings and you go in these meetings with people being poindexters and everyone being fake and you know that's just life that's obviously everywhere you just got to do it but it's like I'm not built like that and I'm in that environment and I can't have any kind of weirdness I have to be super like just it's all good. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it, you've got to run this perfect line and you get through it. If I am outside of that, then it's like, of course I hate this job and it's not where I'm supposed to be. You know, it's like, and that's why I'm putting so much pressure on myself. Like, I'm going in to see someone, I don't want to do any of that shit. And you put pressure on yourself and combined with a little bit of eating a brownie, like, or sorry, a date slice the, a couple of nights ago, combined adds to that kind of environment where you're really it's like a pressure cooker environment so you're just going to pop
0: well yeah I think that a lot of times it well it magnifies your own discomfort about what you're doing with yourself and with your life and as a person like you or me where we can't be satisfied in an environment where we know that we're not thriving yeah. uh, because we whatever it is either it's because we have just this core unsatisfaction about existence or that we really want something better for ourselves somehow and I think it's a combination of both of those two things that we, we need to figure out how to balance being satisfied in our experience as we plow through life but still try to achieve more Yeah. so it's like finding that balance where it doesn't completely shut you down because you're just miserable and also it doesn't you don't charge over and trample over people to get what you want to get because yeah. you know that that won't make you happy either but um, so I think like with what happens to me with, with weed or with anything with, with fighting is the same thing is that like you do what you do while you're doing it because you've got to learn something during that process you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't and this is kind of the best way that I've come to look at this thing is that every day I've got a chance to, to get up and say yes when I, my body wants to say no or my mind wants to say no and figure out what I can learn from that thing and then constantly be cultivating a way of living my life that I'm happy with. And so, like, in that process, like what you're doing um, when you smoke weed, it does magnify the fact that you're sitting in a situation that you're unhappy with. Yeah. And it starts to magnify that idea like wait i'm just unhappy here rather than the idea that like i'm powering through something that i'm working really hard at and i'm learning a lot of shit from this yeah because it's it's way it's the trouble with the mind and the trouble with the mind that does difficult things is that it's really easy to fall into doubt to listen to that doubt mind and just says yeah it's too hard because it's easy to quit a job. Yeah, it's not hard. It, it's like people. Uh, this is the funny thing. It's like a lot of other people also that see them like stress about quitting a job or being really nervous that they're going to lose their job someday. Mm. And to me, I'm like, fuck it, just walk away.
1: Yeah. Like
0: how hard is that? I, I just, oh, I just quit. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, well, you can't do that. What about your 401k plan or your retirement or yeah. whatever the fuck? All the motive about the house and me. And I'm like, oh, I don't. Have, Ever have any of those things? I don't want any of those things. Yeah. I have no need for any of that shit. I don't need security. I need happiness. So fuck a job that I yeah, don't like. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that, that's um, you know, like that's the coolest thing. Like, if you're just going for that, you know, like it's like I wouldn't. So that's what I reckon. You know, I've got too much of that safe thing. You know, like where I'll just go through all that shit because it's like I'm going to get to that point. But I'll do all that safe stuff because, like, for me, financially, like, I've got things that I need to pay for, like, to help me get to that other place that I'm trying to get to. So mm-hmm. I need to pay for all the the skills that, you know, I learn and, and the equipment that I have as well. And then, obviously, like, yeah, cool things like my fucking truck.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like,
1: they, they kind of make, like, I'm glad I have that wagon, you know, it's like I can take off and, and go camping at any time I want to, kind of thing. And I like that idea. Yeah. And I have, I'll have that car for a long time. So you need to, you need to have money to do those things. But um, you, you're going through unhappiness. But I feel like, yeah, okay, I know what you're saying. Like with that happiness, like you don't do that thing. And then I think like, oh, I just need to be patient. This is my my thinking. I'll be like, just need to be patient and just get my shit together. And as long as I'm working towards that thing, then I'll be okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: And this is where I've continu- continually fucked up. So I think you're actually onto something stronger here than what I've got going on. Because like, what I was kind of getting at is that it's easy, well, a- at least for me, it's easy to quit a job, but that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. I think that's actually a bit of a cop-out. I think I typically tend to quit at things
1: too early yeah because
0: I'll meet resistance and then I'll go not oh
1: uh, yeah well no that's that goes back to it's funny that you mentioned that because that uh, that's another thing of Jordan Peterson he was saying like I, I I listen to him while I'm working so I don't know if I'm always tuned in so mm. I don't fully under, I, sometimes I just tune in when I want to and I, I heard him say something about that that Peter Pan it's like his Peter Pan theory like mm. um, you're the the king of Neverland but the king of No Land Yeah. and he's saying like especially with males in, in my kind of um, age group like we have trouble growing up you know we're not growing up and so there's a, an attitude of being a bit bratty, a bit spoilt, like fuck oh, I'm not going to do that thing, fuck you and I, I, I'm right. definitely guilty of that so fuck you I'm not going to do that that thing but um, every time I behave like that nothing has really, nothing positive has, has right. happened and so I'm just I'm just doing a thing that makes me feel happy, but it didn't actually do anything for my life. It didn't improve it or anything like that. So,
0: Yeah, like heroin it, yeah. feels really good too.
1: What's that? Heroin feels yeah. real good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Of yeah. course it
0: does. Eating chocolate cake feels yeah. real good. It doesn't mean it's good for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and that's
0: this danger with this whole stupid world that we live in right now. where It's like, just be happy. Be yeah. yourself and achieve your dreams. And it's like... I get it, but it's not... It isn't just this, it isn't just this easy path of doing no. what makes you happy. Not at all. It's like you've got to slog through some serious shit to learn who yeah, you see, are. Yeah,
1: see, that, that I think is the only thing that I understand. It's like any time you think that something easy, like, you know, something good's coming and it's just going to be an easy streak, you're so wrong. It's yes. always the... It's, you're so far away from it. It's like mm-hmm. anything that has been positive in my life has only come from when I've worked my ass off. Yeah. Like, it's the only time that anything good's happened, and I'm like, and, and and every time that good thing happens, I can't remember that it was a good thing that happened. I'm just moving forward, and it's like, yeah, that could be, that could be the thing that I'll be 70, 80 going, oh my God, I just never, I, didn't I never, yeah, I just didn't something. appreciate anything, but then I just go, fuck this fucking shit, like, that's all yeah. I know, man, so yeah. fuck you, you do your thing, and I'll do my thing. Yeah. You know, like, this is that thing I've been getting into, like, like, the time management thing, it's like. I just want to do what I want to do, and I'm I'm getting more and more into the fact that well, I don't have to cater for anyone if they think that I'm being a fucking dick because I'm not hanging out or not doing this. I just want to do my thing because it's like I've been sort of floating along on a you know on the wind for fucking ages doing this. So I'll do that, you know, hang out with here. I'll do this. I drink beers and shoot the shit. Or do, and now I'm just like fuck. I'm tired of all that shit. I just want to do. I want to try this theory of. If I work super fucking hard and do all these things that I say I'm going to do, turn up and do them, I wonder what happens at the end of it. You know, that's just all, all I'm going for. It's not about money. It's just like, I just want to be in a situation where I can do the thing that I want to do all the time. Yes. So I wake up in the morning, and this is my favorite thing. I was, I, I, when I was texting, it was like, I just get up really early, and it feels rad, like no one's up. And I get down, to, I, you know, make a coffee, and I sit down, and I put on my computer and I start doing the course that I'm learning and I just I get that happy feeling like I'm just like fuck yeah rad and I was thinking like imagine if you that's how you start your day and then you know it sort of gets to about seven you've been up for a couple of hours studying and shit and you stop you have a shower or you have a shit and whatever and then but then you go right I'm gonna go down to the gym and then you, you do your gym session which always makes you feel good as well and then you come back and then your day's sort of based around your you're always doing something that you like doing and yeah. that's what drives me so i just want to see if i can get to that point yeah, i don't know how that's going to happen but if you acquire skills and stuff like that that people need from you then eventually you'd be able to just be of service to those people and then you can pick and choose the clients that you work for
0: yeah well and having the confidence to know that you have put in the time to do that thing like i think confidence comes confidence in your skill or your ability or your um your ability to provide a service or whatever comes from the time and the hours yeah that yeah and I've... so you don't get that until you put in the hours yeah but the other question <laughs> is too at some points you do have to just dive in like i didn't know i didn't feel confident teaching muay thai because i was yeah. like who the fuck am i i've only been doing this for a few years like how the fuck should i know but i know that i'm the type of person the same as you that when i learn something i learn it as balls deep as i possibly can like I go insane with shit. Yeah, I yeah. go mental with something to learn it as the best that I possibly can. And then, a period, I, luckily I've got amazing bosses around me that actually put their faith in me, that put their trust in me, and they're like, well, oh, yeah, of course you, you can do this. You have this skill, do it. And then, like, just they test me kind of every once in a while. And Richie's really smart because he's a fight trainer as well. He knows how to push a person to get the best out of them yeah. that he can. Um, and it's like, yeah, they just go, all right, well, go go get them and then I'm like yeah. wait what you're gonna let me well will I just teach her. like, see ya and then and then it's like oh fuck I'm responsible I'm responsible for my life yeah I suddenly have to be responsible and then there are so many days where I wake up and go I don't want to go to work today but if I don't show up to work I lose my clients I'm completely responsible yeah. there's no calling in sick there's no I don't feel like yeah. it. there's none of that it's if I don't go to work I don't eat and so now suddenly I've been catapulted into a new realm of being yeah, that see, is nobody else's yeah. responsibility but my own. That's, that's it's, that.
1: Experiences that you 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 now you know deciphering what doesn't work and what works. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's your thing. Like you you just you touched on as like you do things that might not work for you, and then through those experiences, like you work out which one's are working for you, and then you have suddenly changed. You're no longer that other person. You've got this new thing, you've moved to a new level and you no longer do the things that you used to do. Mm -hmm. Or or that one dumb thing that you noticed that you did, you've changed and you go into another realm and that's where you take responsibility for, you know, there's no like ringing up. Like I stopped calling in, I used to be mad like when I was younger, like fucking calling in sick all the time. Take my sick days, you know, but Mm -hmm. in the last, I don't know, five, maybe ten years, I've stopped doing that because it was like I learnt it the same kind of way. Like if I don't turn up, like when I was doing that contract work, I just didn't get paid, and yeah. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like you can't. And then I train myself. I'm in a full time position now, and I haven't had any sick days. But so like I train myself. I just turn up because it's when you see someone have a sick day, and you you notice all that what they goes, "Oh, so blah blah was sick day." It's always that weird vibe. Like there's like you, that that team member's not going to be. You know, it's not there today, and they're like, "You're the sick guy and you know it's just that way so I don't want to deal with that unless I'm really fucked up I'm not going to deal with that bullshit
0: well I think that you have a better understanding of what you're capable of versus what you want to do I think um, a lot of people don't push themselves like because of the kind of life that you've lived you've always pushed yourself to figure out how to do what you want to do your way and so because you have an awareness of what you're capable of you have you know when you're pulling like a sickie or when you're Bullshitting yeah. or whatever, and I think you've gotten to a little bit of a point in your development that it's like, I don't need to lie to myself anymore, and I don't need to lie to anyone else. I know what I'm capable of. I know what my best yeah. is. So I'm just going to keep Yeah, doing and that's head. age. And it become it's yeah. become like a practice for yeah, you. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah. Like that's like maturity. You know, mm-hmm. like there, are, I am drawn to people like Peterson and stuff like that because it's like, in, I'm now starting to acknowledge like the, my flaws, and it's like it's not. I don't give a shit anymore it's like I don't like you used to hide it all yes. the time and and yes. it's like I think about like the amount of times back in the day like when I was like if I liked a chick or something how I couldn't talk to them I couldn't say anything because it was like you wanted to put on a front like but you were just fucking insecure as fuck all these yeah. things it's like now I'm older and I've, I've you know, been with Tamara for ages it's like I now see it's like oh man all those weird things that you're thinking and all that insecurity and shit like that it's like It's from being young and dumb, you know, you don't really understand anything. And the cool thing about getting older is like, you're starting to be just, you're just relaxed being you. And it's like, you can say the things that, yeah, I, uh, you know, that you were hiding, like I had anxiety or, you know, I'd get down and, you know, it's like, it's like you're fearing people judge you. It's like, if I talk to people, like, you know, I know there'll be cats that listen to this and they would be like, fucking hell, like they probably, they, they would know. But they yeah, haven't yeah. heard me talk about it that way. Like, my good mates do, but yeah. some other people wouldn't hear it, you know, because I wouldn't tell them. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know them as well as my good mates that have openly said, like, you know, you go through it. I mean, well, fucking, like, good mates tell each other, you know, their good times and bad times and when they feel like shit. But, like, not everyone talks about, like, getting anxiety attacks or, you know, the, um, you know, like, I don't know. It's like uh, the crippling... Side to life, you know, like that holds you back. And then, you know, you saying that you want to do a podcast with me because I, I do things, and and you're like interested in what's the motivation. And so, I think the biggest motivating factor is what I keep bringing up is that that anxiety, that ups and downs, type of things. I'm tired of that, and so I'm trying to find a way to live more kind of like um, sort of balanced. Yeah, and so even. that's the whole point it's not really like there isn't any there's no real like reason to be doing what I'm doing I'm just doing it for like sanity and it's the best trick that I've come up with it's, it's just a fucking trick it's and an
0: antidepressant
1: it, yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah it's like an antidepressant um, that like isn't it's just like a natural like it, like Rogan talks about moving yeah. you know like a, like I heard someone say like um, just read and run and I was like, yeah, break it right down like so learn shit and and be physical. Yeah. And then you'll find that balance. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, and and I think a lot of it is what much less complicated than we think it is. We've overcomplicated things because we're trying to find any external excuse to not take responsibility for ourselves. And really at the core of almost everything is like it's the difference between having that, that moment where you're like, oh, I can't do this, I'm weak, I'm a piece of shit, oh, I can't be bothered, no, fuck that, fuck that guy, or blame that, or whatever. Going from that mindset state to being like, oh, I'm going to go to work today. It's really simple. It's yeah. a tiny, simple change, but you just go, or you make a billion excuses why you can't. Yeah. And, and so taking that mindset, just that one simple thing, so say it is a job that you don't like, whatever, um... You can wake up and go, I fucking hate this job and struggle through that day. Or you get up and go, I do this job, so I'm going. Yeah. And then you go, that mentality is the mentality that has to be applied to creating a life that you want to live. Yeah. So then yeah. you go, all right, I'm doing this job, but I know that this isn't what I want. So tomorrow, I'm going to take, or today, or in two seconds, I start working on the things that I do want. want. And there's no excuse. I can't not show up. I can't call in sick to my future. Yeah. I can't call in sick to yeah, this thing. Yeah. And that's what Jordan P- Peterson is, his essential core thing is like, in order to give you meaning, you've got to have responsibility. But with responsibility comes work. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's not roses. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, not, it's not like, because I keep thinking, fuck, should I just quit fighting? Because I'm so tired and I'm, and I'm scared and I'm tired in every single fight that I come up against. I'm like, what am I trying to prove here? Like, why am I still doing this shit? Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, it's kind of like I still if I was doing anything else and being successful at it, I wouldn't need to be fighting. Yeah, so until I stop
1: yeah yeah
0: fucking procrastinating with all the other shit that I care about, you know, like I need the discipline in that area of my life, and my trainer, Iggy is amazing for this shit. He's like, "You'll do it when your time's ready. Yeah,
1: you're not there yeah. yet." Yeah.
0: You need to figure out some more discipline. And I, I think like, I needed to readjust the reason why I do anything. Because the, my reason why for doing things is, is the thing that gets me up in the morning. Most people, I, are, I mean I guess like the general people that go to a 9 to 5 job, their reason for doing something might be their job, their kids, their house, their mortgage, their car. Yeah. My reason for doing anything is why do I exist?
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: every single day, if I start to wonder if it, if I matter, and if I exist, or if I should exist, that's when I fall into that yucky, that yeah. horrible place that you do too. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I've got to do something. Yeah. So if I have a why, and my reason is because I can't exist any other way, then it's enough motivation yeah. to get me off the couch.
1: Yeah, that um, that yucky place. Like, I think like everyone would go there, but like, um, they have different ways of avoiding that, like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just thinking about like, you know, whether it be alcohol or constantly fucking, mm-hmm. you know, like, finding ways to escape this, that feeling, whereas we're, 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 we're we go into that feeling, which is mm-hmm. not very productive, but we're in there, and it's like, you, it's like, you're smart enough to go, I need to work out how not to be in here, but all those things like, you know, all those vices are not going to help you get out of this this state. So, you know, you can be a full-blown alcoholic and actually avoid any of those things, those feelings that you have, because if you're just drunk the whole time, then, you know, you just get through the day, you feel like ballsy, like fucking, you know, heaps of cool foods to get you through your hangover mm. and and then drink again at night and then... That'd be your cycle, or like that's how you could always avoid that those gross feelings, or like you just go to sleep without thinking about you know mm-hmm. those bad things that could happen to you. But um,
0: and that's a never ending pit. I mean, oh, I yeah. know that that's what I ended up doing in Darwin. It was the same thing. It was yeah. like I hadn't let myself be that person yeah. before because I'd always had um, people to be responsible for me—a boyfriend or somebody that yeah. like I couldn't let myself get off that bad and. As soon as I had split up with Stephen, and I was like, "Well, fuck! nobodys have n- no one—is holding me accountable for anything." And I moved, and I was coming and going from Darwin. It was like, "Great! I can completely fly off the deep end," and I fucking did in style. Yeah.
1: That's kind of cool that you did that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like—I well, mean, it's not because like you ended up being someone that you know, like you don't want to take anything. Like, oh then you still take stuff, so it doesn't really matter, like. Have the alcohol and shit like had yeah, had right to, for, yeah. kind of that. You have to stay right away. Yeah, which chocolate. it's like for me, like I guess it's a choice and whatever. Like I, I don't like saying no to everything because I, I, I like the idea of I'm allowed to do everything. So if I, mm. if I don't get too like you know, I've never done what you've done, like <laughs> like just gone straight off and taking everything and you know and gone full you know like I've, I don't think I've ever done that. Mm. It's just I don't think I can because I feel like. I'm so sensitive to feeling like shit you know and
0: it did feel like shit and that was the weird part about it for me it's like the shittier I felt the more I needed to indulge to balance it out because every day I'd wake up knowing and this is the problem it was the same thing that kind of I was talking just before about with you that you know what you're capable of and you know what you're supposed to be doing and so you feel guilty if you don't do that because yes. you're so aware of your own best, or, or, yeah. or the, especially you're you're aware of your own desire to be your best. Yeah. So I've always had that since I was young. Definitely that thing like I need to be um, my best, or I need to I need to achieve something. I need to keep working on stuff, and I really like learning stuff and trying stuff. So every morning I'd wake up after being fucking drunk or fucked up all night and being around people that totally didn't understand me and I'm just trying to fit in and desperately trying to fit in because I'm lonely and weird and drunk and fucked up and being a grosser version of myself
1: that's why you take stuff while they because when you don't know people it's easier
0: it's way easier because you just kind of turn all those switches off I don't have to think about anything I don't have to talk to anyone I just try and and, but it it made it almost worse because I had to work harder I couldn't just be me sitting on this couch talking shit with you. I had to be a thing that they wanted me to be or or that I wanted them to think that I was whatever the fuck it was. These are 21-year-old backpackers, you know what I mean? They didn't give a fuck about me. They never were going to ever... And and I wasn't building meaningful relationships. I was literally just Exploding. And then, so then the next morning, I'd wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to play my guitar for three hours, and I'm going to draw for four hours, and I'm going to go to the gym. So I was actually putting all that pressure on myself as soon as I woke up hungover as fuck, fuck to man. try and, like, get it back.
1: Yeah, that's a...
0: But then the meth shit was really fucked up, because after, like, a, n- a night on crack, your brain's so scrambled the next day that, like then I'd be having panic and anxiety yeah. and stress and I, I couldn't actually sit down so even the things that did normally make me feel good yeah like drawing like to calm me down made me feel atrocious wow. so then I was like oh well, I just got to keep drinking like really the only thing to do is
1: shaving keep drinking. the edge off all the time yeah you just
0: constantly have to do it and then and it gets weird you know you're having meaningless relationships with people and, I, and that thing like the casual sex thing was something I'd never done before so I was like sweet it, like yeah. have relationships with people that i don't don't give a fuck about i don't need someone to love me all the time yeah, cause yeah. that was always a tough thing and then yeah at the end of the day it's all it's all like sugar and candy and meaninglessness yeah. there's just there's nothing satisfying to it it's you're just literally putting like junk inside your body that feels like nothing it feels yeah. like empty nothingness so then you have to fill it again with something else and this and I don't know how I managed to discover it, but finding your own kind of personal responsibility through forcing yourself to do things that hurt actually was the thing that pulled me out of that hole. It wasn't having people come around me and be like, we love you. We want you to take care of yourself. It was like, Lorna, try one new thing today and see if you can do that and see if you can not be drunk for four hours. And I did it. I got drunk later. (laughs) but like i made it to four hours and the next day i made it to six hours and the next day i made it the whole day because i had something greater in my head and it was just go to training it was like there's this little community of people that want to teach you a skill and you know you have a little bit of fun while you're doing it so give it a go keep trying and then because training was at 6 p.m every night it was like make it to 6 p.m and don't be drunk before you go to training you'll be all right
1: and you got yourself see that's intelligence to be able to pull yourself out of that that hole
0: well, and I think it's just a sensitivity to myself. Is that I know what I feel yeah. like when I feel good, and I know what I feel like when I feel bad. For
1: sure. I mean, that's like the dumb. That's the dumb thing about being young. Like you just act like a fucking moose, and mm-hmm. you know, like you do things that you know. You wish. You know. I mean, it's all part of it, though. Like you would have had fun, like going okay, out there and
0: yeah, sure. getting some
1: dirt and fucking <laughs> smoking crack and shit. <laughs> it's just like.
0: Well, I never yeah. smoked any crack, but I snorted oh, it a I lot.
1: Snorted, right.
0: I don't know why we never smoked it I don't know yeah. well it seemed like the apparatus was too hard to figure out or oh yeah
1: I just, it was just, like, fucking just wanted to get it in yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's full <laughs> indulgence so like it's just like um, yeah it's all part of like um, having a, an experience though like I think about people who just they don't have any any story they don't have anything right? yeah, they're just right. they're the very plain ones they're the ones that like I always think like uh, um, Johnny was like, he um, he said that he he calls um dead-eyed dads. he calls it like dads that <laughs> <laughs> walk around with their like they got kids and they got that dead look in their eyes, <laughs> <laughs> dead-eyed dads. And I, I cracked up at that one. But I was thinking like, it's funny how like you see some chicks right, the plain Janies, and then they have a baby and they're just like, bang, they're like this, they're your age but they look like your mum. Yeah. They're just like instantaneous, and it's like there's something fucking boring and it's like that was like the kid comes out and they just went into yeah. like fucking like a mum mum yeah. and it's like you're boring as shit and you just went into mum zone not all mums do that yeah yeah you know yeah. like I know mums they look great still you know but like there's just these boring people the planes that don't have any gone kind of life experience or whatever they just go into like a fucking a weird state and I think like you're Boringness is just all over you. It's going right oh, through yeah. for the rest of your life. There's no. You, did, you, did you ever take anything and then you, you, you know, got freaky and you went out there and you did nothing? There's no real stories. It's like most people just sort of do everything the right way and have their little nice wee life. And that and,
0: almost feels worse than death.
1: Maybe. Yeah, it's like, I mean, but, well, I don't, I can't understand it, but it's a way, and in a way you would look at them and you'd go, you've got it together. But it doesn't feel like it. You know that there's something wrong with that. You know, and that, whether that's well like, for
0: us, I guess it—it it, it feels like something's wrong with that for us because it would feel like death to us. Yeah, it doesn't feel like death to her necessarily. And like yeah. that's the thing. Like, but
1: it—it, I—I it, I don't fall for like that—that that front though. Like there will be a moment where that plain Jane mum that just went into that fucking state will have to deal with something later on, possibly from because a. High rate of fucking partners like divorcing, and you know, because playing Jane doesn't look so good anymore, and the dude starts looking for other fucking chicks, and you know, the same story. Mm. So, that precious little life that you're trying to build up, and it doesn't exist. And it, it's like you're always, for me, I feel like being in a relationship, I'm always on my toes. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I feel like it's a constant, you've just always got to work. You know? Well, I
0: think that's where, that's why there is so much attraction to. Um, soap operas, to the Kardashians, to the fucking internet, to Facebook, to all watching other people's lives, is because of that it's me to escape your own plain Jane mundane boring thing. But I also believe that this isn't, it, it's not necessarily a choice that people have made more than um, a lack of skills or cultivation of their own potential that if people knew that it wasn't scary it wasn't bad to be scared and to push yourself to try new s- things and to take risks then people would probably more f- more often take risks push themselves and find their own potential and this is what jordan peterson's so fucking valuable for is that he's changing that narrative where the narrative was get a safe job get to be irresponsible be a man He's like be a man, but be 100% responsible and push yourself and fucking go through all the hard shit you've got to go through yeah. to be a man. Yeah. And and I think women absolutely should take that straight on board as well. I don't think that we should be out there like domineering the field of womanness or men or no, people, yeah, he, but it's this thing like take responsibility so that you don't have that moment where you go um, oh thank God! I can just sit here and watch somebody else live an interesting life.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, Stop yeah it Yeah, yeah. That's fucked, like.
0: Because that's fucked. That's the only reason there's a market for reality TV is because people aren't really living.
1: Yeah, that's that sucks. Like to put it like that. Like, I mean, again, we're just talking, so like, and I don't know, like, what people think. And that's the cool thing is like, I used to be so like, look at other people and go, you know. And I guess it's there. It's there still, but. I'm not, I'm not worried about that anymore. So in the end, I just, I brought it all back home. I used to say that to Kurt, you know, I figured out, like, I just need to focus on what I've got and what I'm trying to do. And then it doesn't really matter. I, I start to relax a little bit more, and it's just like I'm, like, being a better person because of that, because I'm just trying to... But, you know, then you become a bit more selfish. So there's this balance, like, I notice, yeah. you know, that I'll become more selfish because I'm obsessed with this thing that I'm doing. And it means nothing to nobody else but you and you're going for it so there's you've got to be careful you're constantly got to be careful. you're going too far and then you realize that you haven't been spending much time with your good mates and you know even though like i said before it's like i'm just like i don't want people to take up my time i want to do these things i'm just driven to do that Mm -hmm. it's sort of like a um you're constantly you're never like you're not going to find that sweet spot no you just you've just got to keep doing the thing you're doing and then remind yourself to be better to other people and try to catch up with people. But it's just like, I don't know, you look around, no one has any fucking clue, man. Like, no one has any idea.
0: None of it. And and I think when you look at where anybody else is sitting at, because I've always looked at, even just something as simple as like looking at fighters. When I very first started in this world, I looked at fighters and went, fuck, they did it. Wow, I can't believe that they've done that thing. And now I'm in a position where I've, become a fighter and i see other people looking at me with a similar way of what i imagined i used to look at people like does that make sense like yeah, yeah. Well, my roles our roles have shifted but i still feel like a fraud i still feel like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here and people are looking at me as advice or maybe, or inspiration or something like that and i'm looking at them going don't fucking follow me because i feel as stupid and fucked up as anybody else and i'm looking over the next horizon so there's never a point where you get to be like, Oh I did it, good. Yeah. You never relax. It doesn't matter how much you try to achieve, you never you, you never that thing that you think that you you want it to be. Yeah. And every time you've got that thing, like like I was like, Oh yeah, once I have a fight I'll feel this sense of accomplishment I'll feel like and you do feel great for a minute or two, you feel great for even a week sometimes. Yeah and it fades away and life goes on it's the same old well, shit you're not anything different nah. you're not suddenly a fighter or a graphic artist yeah, or yeah. a celebrity or any yeah. of that stupid shit that we think that we need to be mm, yeah. because you're still you yeah. and you're never going to be happy
1: yeah that's, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it's so true though man like fucking you know like yeah I'm not driven by you know, like when I finished that course in NZ I was just like it didn't mean shit to me it didn't feel like Yes, I've got an achievement. There was nothing, it was wow. just like What's no next? feeling. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I've got it. my plan. Was I think the overall plan has always been like, I don't want to have someone I don't like tell me I have to do something. Yes. That's all that's all I'm doing. If anyone's you know to ask me, like, what are you trying to do? It's like, I just don't want this fucking horrible, just I don't want to deal with people that I don't like. You know, I, I like people that make me laugh and. I can shoot the shit like we're doing right now. Like, that's all I I want to hang out with people. Like, if they don't do that, then I don't want to hang out with them. It's just simple, right? So you go to work and you there's one of those people that you don't want to hang out with, and they tell you what to do. I'm just like, <laughs> this is the worst situation I can be in, and it's like I can at work doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like my job was like I'm I'm lucky because I, I did it. I just I found a creative thing, you know. It's so like just do a, I worked it out. I actually I told you like. Before I did the graphic design thing, I typed it in Google, what to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually typed it into Google. And this fucking um, funny, one of those like, you know, um, bloggy type things like came up. And I think it was um, Live Your Legend. And I don't know if it still exists, but he had this like this thing like, you sign up to his email. You know how they do they blog, thing? you sign up to them and they've got your, you've got, they've got your little email. Yeah. And you download a thing. And um, you have to fill out the questions. And it was a whole bunch of questions and you had to answer them, sorry, answer all the questions. And then at the end of it, the guy was saying like, you'll figure out what you like. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty easy. And I wrote all my shit in there. And then at the end of it, it was like, I got what, there was no answer, but I got what he meant. It was like, there was this, there was this kind of pattern. And it was like, I kept saying like, I just like making things. And that was it, I was just like making things there was something else but like I was like making things and I walked around for ages going I like making things you know whereas I didn't before but because of that thing I was like I like making things Yeah. you know it kept coming up as like, I like cooking I like blah, blah 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 and it was all about making things so I had that in my mind and then I was building my resume and I was teaching myself in Photoshop and then um, there's an um, incident at work where the person who created like a sticker did it in a way where it didn't fit the product and I did it on Photoshop I'll try it and I did it and then Graham who the owner of the business was like we like that one better and then that just kicked off it was like this fucking light you know of like
0: was it because you suddenly realized that you had the potential to do something
1: yeah I think there was a big part of that like there was like I think I always knew but I couldn't point it on so I couldn't pin it on something I just couldn't figure out like Like, now I definitely know, it's like, well, that's not the thing, that's not the specific thing that I'm doing. It's like, it's the fact that I know that I I just keep doing it. Like, I'll learn, like I'm going through Adobe After Effects. That's like, that can fuck your head up. Like, when you're first doing it, I remember when I first started playing with that program, I was like, oh, this one's a bit fucking, and now I'm just plowing through it. And it's like, when you get that feeling, it's like, yeah, you you know that you're going to break through. Like, that's the key thing. It's like playing an instrument, a lot of people start, they just don't you know they wish they could but they just you've got to break through yes there's a lot of like that you just you will get there you just got to break through like it's coming it's coming it's coming and then bang I know that that's coming every time now yeah so wow. that's that. yeah so now that's I've got,
0: the motivation yeah that's, I mean, that's
1: my so major belief is like it's going to come it's yeah. going to happen yeah I, I'm sitting there I feel like I'm uneasy when I'm doing my thing I'm like oh my god this is fucking shit it doesn't, it doesn't feel good but I don't, I'm not putting pressure on myself I just try to do one video try to do this try to do that and then it starts stringing together and then all of a sudden you're doing it and what, what's happening from that is that I'm training that muscle that you're talking about yes. like that focus is like I'm just turning up now and it's gotten to the crazier thing where I'm putting it into my calendar I'm talking to Ferret about it it's like I'm just going next level where I'm telling my calendar I'm putting it into my calendar and it goes off and I'll be like I'll be maybe doing something in the kitchen or whatever and it goes off and I go Fuck I've got to go do WordPress training. So wow. and then I and because I'm playing a game, the the phone's telling me what to do and I have to go do it. But I told myself what to do on Sunday. <laughs> I planned out my week. I planned my week out on Sunday, I was like, put it all it's kinda of fun to do. Like I look at my calendar and I put it in and I'm gonna do this and this, great and, this and this and this and this Yeah and then my phone, then something
0: holds you accountable. Yeah. The, the biggest vice or the biggest downfall of creative people is that we don't like being fucking told what exactly. to do by anybody so you're the one telling yeah. you what to do I tell myself to go do it and, and I, yeah. I did it on a
1: Sunday and it's, it's actually I find it fun to do is I tell myself what to do for that week it can be like online shopping for food you know <laughs> like I just put that in there like uh, tomorrow I gave me shit because I didn't put the bins out and I missed the bin night so I start doing all that put bins in and then I will not think about putting the bins out but my phone goes, Bin's out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get, and it's perfect, as five for you. Are
0: you outsourcing your responsibility, Jasmine?
1: Yeah, fully. <laughs> it's like, fuck it, it's like, it's working for me. It's like, oh, this is a weird way, because you need that balance. Like, you know, yes. like, like Peterson talks about, you know, I can't remember what he was talking about in terms of, um, how you, like, start beginning that, like, being responsible like what you're talking about. It's like, he was talking about don't punish yourself, but like you, you're beginning. So even if it's just you, one little thing that you do, you've you've started. Don't be don't be so harsh on yourself. He talked about in one of his lectures like don't be so hard on yourself. You know because
0: yeah, because then you crumble it. Yeah, so yeah. You, so you tend to. You wouldn't like treat that. yourself you that
1: like to? why why you wouldn't treat other people like that. So why do you treat yourself like that? Well yeah. like you talked about like you were real hard on yourself when you were. Going through all that um, crack, fucking period and shit, and um, then you couldn't turn up, and then you start feeling bad, and and it just all goes out the window. There's no real structure. You just got to give yourself a chance to do those things and build that up, and then it becomes a thing. But you know, you have to go through like tough times, man. And it's like I'm a little bit scared of that, but like I've been through some tough times. Like I've had, you know, financially. Yeah. So so I've been through that stuff. I've just I'm trying to be a bit smarter in the way that I set myself up for the the major jump, you know, because my overall plan has always been don't want to work for some fucking cunt. Just yeah. don't want to do it. Can't stand it. I don't know how people do it. They're fine with it. I said in my work, they're like, <laughs> and, um, and they're just happy talking to the boss and then the different person in the, na- in the next room, and you're like, you can do that? Yeah, I say I nothing. Yeah. Like, to the general manager, they'll be like, oh, she knows that I'm just just... Getting by this conversation. Can't say a damn thing in any minute, uh, meetings or anything. Because I just, I care about what I do, but I don't give a fuck. Because they, they're just not on my page and I'm not on their page. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, man. And I'm tired of being in that situation. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. That's the well, motivation. Well, you're on that
0: road, man. And that is, that you. is your motivation. You're going to get
1: there. Yeah, man. fuck you. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucking half hour after. Wow, man. Awesome. All right. Well,
0: first, I guess before I stop this, I just want to say thank you for being on my podcast.
1: Okay. No worries. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for being on my podcast. Okay. See you later. (laughs) See you guys. Have a good one.